Hello, welcome to episode 10 of the podcast. I'm your host. You can call me Dexter. Today we're going to talk about featured roles. Welcome to Background Noise. Weather is not your friend when you're working in the background. If a scene needs to be shot, then the scene needs to be shot. Unless there is the potential of physical harm to anyone, usually an actor, then the scene will be filmed in pretty much any weather. If you watch a lot of the American series that are usually filmed in places like Toronto or Vancouver, you'll notice that in many of the shots it's raining, sometimes quite heavily. And that's because they need to make the day, i.e. they need to shoot the number of pages on the call sheet, or it will cost them money. And the weather just doesn't matter. They will film rain or shine. But remember, when they're filming this, the crew will all be kitted out in nice, warm, North Face kit with gloves, rainproof jackets, scarves and hats. The actors will have PAs, production assistants, holding umbrellas for them and keeping them supplied with warm drinks and a nice, warm puffer jacket from costume, which will be just out of shot for when the director calls cut. As background, you'll have none of this. You might have somewhere to shelter between takes, and you might be allowed to have either your jacket or a blanket to stay warm. But that depends on how many of you there are in the shot. If you're one of 200, then it's going to take too long for the PAs and runners to remove the coats and blankets between takes. So you'll basically be left to freeze or get soaked. There have been numerous instances of background who suffered from exposure or hypothermia on sets because they weren't being looked after appropriately. I'm looking at you, Les Miserables. I worked on a film recently that was dramatising the Miss World competition and the controversies surrounding that year when there were protests etc at the event. Naturally, for such a big, expensive and important film, all expense had been spared and we were filming at some local Lido within the M25 in February. The scene we were shooting involved a number of young ladies parading around in front of the judges wearing, literally, bikinis and high heels. I'll remind you again that this was February. I was an audience member and I had a suit and a long jacket on, plus my thermals. I'm not going on set any time between uh, about October and March without thermals, but I was still cold. The ten young ladies playing the contestants were background, although in this case they would be what's deemed as featured artists. We'll talk about what a featured artist is a little later on in the podcast. Their only job during this scene we were shooting was to parade one at a time from left to right in front of the camera, wearing their bikinis and high heels pause in the centre of the shot, do a twirl and leave. The ambient temperature outside was about 6 degrees. It was cold enough that you really didn't want any skin to be exposed without it being too cold that there was a risk of actual bodily damage to exposed skin. But these 10 girls had to brave the elements for several hours as we did take after take after take with various camera angles and lenses. Now, in fairness, they were treated well. Prior to each take, they were all standing just out of shot wearing the long costume keep warm jackets I mentioned in an earlier episode, and they went across one by one to be met at the other side by a production assistant holding a warm blanket for them. Each girl was probably in the elements for about 45 seconds. They were looked after extremely well, but it is worth remembering that this scene would have to be shot regardless of the weather, even if it was below zero. Production have to keep to their schedule. Stay tuned for a story about a background who got more than he bargained for on his first day on set. Today's main topic is featured roles. Now remember as a background you're doing your job really really well if people subconsciously know you're there 
but they don't see that you're there. They should be focusing on the story, the actors, the emotion. If they're distracted by someone in the background hamming it up and acting all Rita Hayworth, then you've failed your job. But occasionally there are times when your presence in a scene needs to be noticeable. And that's what's called a featured role. A featured role is anything you do in a scene which would materially alter the scene if you were not doing it. And that's a key definition. There are many, many background artists who seem to think that just because, because the camera has seen them a lot, or they were standing by the main actor, they were featured. I had a friend in the business who did a World War II film starring a major Hollywood A-lister directed by another major Hollywood A-lister. No, not that one, the other one. And in one scene, he's sitting at a table slightly behind the main character and his leading lady. He appeared in all the publicity photos and it became quite a famous shot. But he wasn't featured in that scene. He just happened to be in the right place at the right time. He got the exposure and the publicity, but absolutely no money. Well, no extra money. If he wasn't there, nothing would have been materially different about that scene. They could have replaced him with any of the other background actors on the shoot and nothing would have changed. So screen time and proximity to the actors does not determine if you're featured. Let me repeat the definition. A featured role is anything you do in a scene which would materially alter the scene if you were not doing it. So let's go through a couple of typical things you might do in a scene and see if they can be considered featured. Number one, walking across the back of the shot. Nope, not featured. Number two, crossing in front of the main actor between the actor and the camera. Nope, not featured. Number three, standing in a group of people, having a chat as the two main actors pass by next to you. Not featured. Number four, sitting at a table with an actor, having a conversation before the actor stands up and leaves. Yes, absolutely featured. Number five, being the main actor's co-counsel as he prosecutes someone in a courtroom scene. Yes, featured. Number six, answering a line of dialogue asked by the actor. Oh yes, absolutely featured. Number seven, opening a door and leaving a room as the actor comes in through that door. No, not featured. See the difference? If there's an interaction specifically with an actor and the scene would play out differently if that action didn't occur, then you're probably featured. If you're just there to fill out the scene, Maybe not. But there's another type of role which is very much considered a feature and which cannot be argued with. It's when the scene involves you and no other actors. Let me give you an example. Assume the scene is that you're a newspaper reporter. Your action is to walk up to a door, knock on it, wait for a response and, hearing nothing, slip a piece of paper under the door. There are no main actors in the scene. You might be the only one there or there might be other background artists in the scene. And if the action you carry out is integral to the scene and without it, the scene will be materially different than you're featured. The example I gave earlier on with the girls at the Miss World contest parading around in the bikinis, they were the only ones in that shot. They were absolutely featured. Now in film, and especially in television, they tend to get background in to do things like this. And the main reason is cost. If they get a quote-unquote actor, then they need to go through the casting process, through the agents, the actor's agents pay equity minimums, and that could be considerably more than background get paid. So see episode 7 for a discussion about what background get paid. So it's easy for them to call a background agency and say, 
send someone who can take direction, and you get a featured role. In my time, I've been a featured footman, a featured army officer, a featured coroner, a featured policeman, a featured businessman. I even had a named character in a long-running UK soap opera. Four episodes I was in, but I bet you won't even remember who it was. I worked on an historical drama a few years ago. In one of the scenes, the setting was what's called a molly house. Uh, this was a genuine thing where a molly house is a meeting place where men could engage in certain illegal consensual activities with other men. The mollies are actually males dressed up as females and the clients are males dressed up as males. Does that make sense? You get that? In essence, it's two groups of men, one in dresses, wigs and makeup and the other in the normal attire of the time, which is the late 18th, early 19th century. The scene was being filmed in a Tudor-style building the production hired, and there were about 20 of us. Ten mollies, ten clients. I was a client. Before we were ready to film, the third AD came up and he said, Right, lads, you know what the scene is, you're all friends who like men, so make it look convincing. Oh, uh, by the way, the director wants one of you guys to kiss one of the mollies on the lips during the take. Anyone up for that? There was a, you know few odd looks around between people but then suddenly right at the back an elderly gentleman's arm shot immediately up into the air oh i'll do that he said so he was chosen it was decided a suitable molly was identified and the ad went away satisfied and the rest of us we, we all walked over to the gentleman in question who must have been 65 plus years old and asked you know what's the score why was he so anxious to kiss a man on set well he said it's my first day ever on set and I want to get the full experience, he told us. Those of us who'd been doing this for a few years exchanged glances and one of the more experienced ones went over and put his arm around him and said, you think you're going to do a shot, kiss this guy and be done with it, don't you? And he nodded. And the guy said, this is a two-page scene. There's lots of action and dialogue and at a conservative estimate, it'll take between two and four hours to shoot. And you'll probably have to kiss this guy on pretty much every take. You can see the blood draining from this guy's face as you realise that this quick kiss might not actually be anything of the sort. We finished the scene about three hours later and the guy's face was red raw with stubble rash. I wonder how he explained it to his wife. Thanks for listening. This has been Background Noise. <laughs>